When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's hit music station, FM 104 Louise, with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by Jenny Keane, holistic sex educator. Hello, how are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. So, I suppose to start off, what exactly is a holistic sex educator? Um, <laughs> funny, it seems really obvious to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it's uh, but it, yeah, but it's a little bit different, I suppose. So for me, I suppose my background and training is very much in somatic sex mm-hmm. and therapy, which is also and it has its roots in trauma therapy as well. And this is really body based practices. So, for example, um, the way somebody would go to a psychotherapist, that would really be mind based practices or mm-hmm. talk like therapy. Somatic therapy is working with the body. And so holistic therapy and holistic um, sex therapy, but we would be looking at, um, I suppose, sexual issues from on all levels, right? So that, you know, pleasure is a sensation that lives in our body. So it's working on the physical. We know how much our emotional wellness and mental wellness affects our sexual well-being as well. And then, I mean, we don't have to say so much when we're from Ireland, right, to know how much the spiritual is tied to that as well. Mm -hmm. So it's looking at wellness, like uh, our sexual wellness, I suppose, on four main pillars, right? Physical, mental, emotional and spiritual. (laughs) And I suppose talking about Ireland, obviously our sex education isn't brilliant. Does that come across when you're dealing with people? Um, Yeah, but I have to say, I mean, Jesus, in the last two years, since I've been doing this work online, I've seen such a huge, um, such a huge explosion. Of, you know, the one thing that I'll say about Ireland is that, you know, yes, we might lack the sex education, and our sex education might may be very handed in terms of fear-based or preventative. Mm-hmm. But Irish people, and I found this to be the case. Like, I mean, I used to travel for years, and it's always been the case. Irish people are very natural. And naturally curious creatures and so um, and especially Irish women you know so say one thing to them about sex and it'll spread like wildfire you know <laughs> it's like the google is out <laughs> yeah 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 
So, I think it's it's really like I always say like to the people who are coming to this work, you know, like it's mm-hmm. you either come to sexual sex education and and either by way of um, inspiration or desperation, right? Whether you have questions that you're curious about and you're just like, I wonder, you know, I always get mm-hmm. the question of like when you start asking, like there has to be more than this you know that you're moving into this particular phase of your sexual development, which is about erotic expansion, you know, or sexual expansion. And the other side of that is if you, you know, if you're faced with issues, right, that we, you know, we all experience, whether it's an inability to orgasm or not ever knowing if you've orgasmed, whether you have a lack of desire for sex or a low libido or whether you experience pain during sex, those are the three kind of biggest issues that women will face. Um, you know, at any point in their in their life, uh, in their sexual life. And so, you know, education is a really beautiful way to bring context to whatever it is that you're going through, you know. <laughs> How do you find people kind of come across your courses? Um, so I'm I'm really, uh, I'm spread by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's, I don't do like any advertising. I'm on Instagram and I'm kind of like, I'm here if you want me. You yeah. know, I'm talking about this if you want to. I'm doing workshops if you want to come. And really, um, yeah, it's women who have come to my workshops that then, you know, tell, tell their girlfriends or they're in WhatsApp groups and it just keeps kind of going and going and going from there. So that's generally how people find me. And the response to the work is just phenomenal. I think like the, you know, I think once the way that I speak about sex, it's mm-hmm. very, I was like, really, I suppose the kind of premise on, on, on how I teach is that I try, like, science is very complicated, mm-hmm. but sex doesn't have to be. And I try to make sex as, and sex education really as simple, as fun. And I think the main thing would be unashamedly normal as possible. I speak about sex very openly and in mm-hmm. a very matter of fact way, because that's what it is for me, you know. And I think when when people who have never been exposed to this kind of open, um, I suppose, natural way of communicating about sex, it can be very, um, I suppose it can be shocking in certain regards. But I think instantly people just uh, start to find how natural it is. And then that inspires them to speak in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's, you know, to really look at that there is really nothing to be ashamed about, you know, when it yeah. comes to exploring your sexuality. There is almost like an element of shyness. I worked in a lingerie department for almost a year and it was like, mm-hmm. okay, I want to buy this, but can we cover it up and put a different bag on it? And you know, I was like, we don't want other people knowing that we might be actually, you know, having sex or even, you know, entertaining it. And it's just mad, I suppose. And it is such a great way how you do speak about it. And it's just so normal. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with like sex toys. I always get that question like, you know, oh, if I buy a sex toy from this company, does it, what what kind of box mm-hmm. will it come in? Does it say that? I'm like, don't worry, it doesn't come in a dick-shaped box. <laughs> it comes <laughs> in a regular starboard box. But I mean, that's very normal. I mean, when you're living in a in a in a kind of culture that very much doesn't, you know, that doesn't that where we're talking about sex is, and, and even growing up around sex, being like this is private. You know, yeah. we're 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 kind of ingesting these very particular sexual scripts that you know we're not supposed to be talking about sex in the open. And I think it leaves a lot of people, definitely people who are experiencing issues or who have questions, feeling very much alone. And I think one of the most beautiful things about the work that um that I'm doing is is showing women how how absolutely not alone they are and how normal it is 
the questions that they have, the experience that they're going through, that whatever it, I always say, like, whatever it is you're going through, you can be guaranteed there is someone on the other end like or in the workshop or someone else in the workshop that is that has the exact same question as you, you know. And I think particularly, like, the workshops that I do have, you know, hundreds of women attending them um, in every single workshop and sometimes up to thousands, you know. And I think to see that amount of other women turning up and being in that space at the same time as you is a it's so powerful it's like a tsunami hitting you of like oh oh my god okay I'm definitely not alone in this you know yeah I think it's really interesting because like unfortunately we've been we've been taught that like asking questions in this area of our life or seeking guidance or even being in being vulnerable and expressing you know I'm not great at this or this you know but I'd like to learn means that in some way shape or form you're telling people that you're lacking or less than or not Mm -hmm. good enough and this is just simply not true you know I always say like sex is a skill and like you know just like anything else you know we um are we are good at certain things in our life naturally and have a natural propensity towards them and other areas you know we need to have we need a little bit more work in it and like look at our schooling system like we would have been like in school some of us would have been good at math some of us would have been terrible at art and then vice versa but um a lot of the times we don't get we never get told how to lean in uh to learning about things that we're not naturally good at right so sex is one of those things and like anything else it's so important you know to and look at sex as sex as a skill that you can actually cultivate, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't have to kind of, because as, as you were saying, like it can be a very personal thing. You don't have to be as open about it if you don't want to, but there exactly. is there is avenues that you can be. If you have a question, you can go and, and find out more and learn more. Because I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, education is good in general. You know, just asking a question is not, it's not forcing you to go and do anything. You know, it is just education. Oh, that's absolutely it, right? It's like, I think when you get educated, what it really does is teaches you how to take an active role Mm -hmm. in your sexuality. So exactly what you said, like, you know, I always say like sexual empowerment doesn't mean that you're suddenly like, you know, you know, swinging from the ceiling, (laughs) you know, shouting from the world, shouting to the world, like sideways, you know, it's like actually saying, you know, what, what is it? What is it that I want? What is it that I like? And how do I ask for it? Or how do I say, you know, that I don't want this right now, Mm -hmm. right? The sexual empowerment is really learning how to own exactly what it is you want in that moment, whether that is, you know, sex with many people or sex with one person or or absolutely no sex at all, right? And I think it's about retaking that kind of ownership, right, in in your own sex life. And with your workshops, how do people usually approach them? Will they kind of maybe come with a friend or will they just, would it be like a solo thing that they do? Mm, It really depends. Like, I think at this point, I have so many, um, so many women who are turning up uh, with their, with their girlfriends, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of like, they're all on the same call. Um, And originally, I think it was a little bit more hush hush. And you still get that, like where women are just turning up um, on, you know, they're turning up on their own. They haven't said anything to anybody. And I think Mm -hmm. the beauty of the workshops that I do is that I don't require your camera to be on. I don't require, you know, you to have your names up on the on the on the screen. So it means that you can be as anonymous as you want, which is really important for some people. Like I would have had, you know, teachers who were really interested in learning um, about this but, but would have been nervous to come in case maybe they, some of their students saw them yeah. on it or something so you know there's all different reasons why um, uh, why being anonymous is important and then for other people then it's like a real um, 
it's kind of like a real moment to come together like and, and have discussions. I did like the sex toy show before Christmas and that was almost like the way people watched the toy show. Like girls were going over to have sleepovers. They had like I was getting like photographs of people like with massive food platters or like, you know, <laughs> wine and stuff. Like and, it was a real uh, event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a full on um, it was a full on party, you know. So it just really depends, you know, on on I suppose on, on which workshop on like what workshop it is and also depends on the people coming and how can people find out more about what you do and your workshops um that well that would probably be on uh instagram which is uh, at hello jenny keen or on my website hello jenny keen um and also i have like if you put me into spotify and just write jenny keen i have like a million and one podcasts i've been on so that's always a great way to to listen to get more info (laughs) as well yeah amazing much information out there already you know <laughs> this is it and i think with tomorrow being valentine's day as well it puts pressure on people too to kind of be you know loved up and in that kind of bubble as well so oh absolutely yeah i, I always but I, I do always say like you know that when it comes to you know one of the beautiful things about about valentine's day is that it's actually making people a little bit more conscious about i suppose adding romance into their life yeah. and i think for women in particular, like a lot of people can go, oh, Jesus, you know, like Valentine's Day, you know, what a, lo- what a, you know, it's a Hallmark, mm-hmm. um, what is it, like a Hallmark marketing ploy or something. But actually, you know, you know, the thing about it is that research tells us that women get bored sexually quicker than men do, which I think is surprising for a lot of pe- a lot of people to hear. Mm-hmm. But maybe for women, not so not so shocking, right? It's a little bit more normal. And romance is a really essential ingredient when it like when it comes to a woman's appetite for sexual intimacy. And I'm not just talking about penetrative sex; I'm talking about intimacy in general. You know, and sexual desire for women is not really just about the act itself and it's really not even just about the foreplay it's really about the whole thing like the whole game you know it's the meal beforehand it's how the scene is set the flowers blindfold sensual sensual touch whatever it is and Mm -hmm. you know in the animal kingdom we call this pacing and this is really about like the plot the tease the seduction and really to allow yourself to own the wanting of it and and this is super important because even when you look in terms of like the brain you know we talk about um, in in sexual wellness, we talk about the brain being one of the most central erogenous zones for women. And if our brain isn't in the mood, if we're too stressed, if we're tired, whatever, then this actually blocks the rest of the body from being able to act on arousal. And so doing things like, you know, creating a sensory experience with smell, with sight, with sounds, this kind of thing, helps to decrease this activity in the temporal lobe, which deactivates things like inhibition, apprehension, embarrassment, mm-hmm. you know, um, and actually helps to set the mood. And I think what's really important, Louise, is that you don't have to be in a relationship to do this. It's really important to learn how to do this for yourself. And this is what I would call like, you know, self-dating or solo dating. And it's, and it really helps to, um, you know, prepare the body and open the body to, to um, experience more pleasure, you know? So go and treat yourself, I suppose, exactly. tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Go and buy yourself flowers, go and buy yourself, you know, um, chocolates, whatever it is, you know, and enjoy it, basically, you know. Yeah, I think we should. I saw actually I was coming in today and I saw a guy with a huge big bunch of roses and I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> I know people yeah. are like, I don't want flowers. I was like, oh, but it's nice to see it being done. Like, Oh, it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, also as well, like, you know, 
when, if someone is buying you something or if you're even treating yourself to something, you know, it's about allowing yourself to become receptive, right, mm-hmm. to receiving the gift. Like you, like, like Louise, Irish people are terrible for this, like in terms of taking compliments. <laughs> like if you're unable to receive a compliment, this is actually, you know, it's actually just a signal for you to be like, okay, I have, I have, this be, learning how to become receptive is something that I could I could start to cultivate. And when it comes to experiencing pleasure and sensation and orgasm, right, in your sex life, this is one of the things that we need to be able to do, right, to be able to receive feeling good, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a it's a beautiful way to actually help cultivate that um that that I suppose that skill, right, of receptivity. God, there's so much, isn't there? There's so much in it. It's not just as the simple act as such. <laughs> I know, but it's so much. But I think what what I think is really beautiful and what's so powerful is that there is so much in it. But it's also, you know, I always call it like it's it's the kind of like hard work that's worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, in comparison to like other hard work, like learning, I don't know, learning math or becoming an accountant or something like this. That's really difficult, or even a doctor, right? <laughs> Like that's really hard work, but when it comes to learning how to access more pleasure, it is hard work. But it, at the end of the day, it is it it, it does you do reap the the rewards for it, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it will make you a happier person, I think too. Yeah, actually, just actually more um, more capable of having like what I call like an adaptive system. So it's not that that you're trying to be happy all the time, but it's like. When you're having a difficult emotion, your a- your nervous system and your body is able to swing from from stress to ease in a in a really adaptive manner, and that's what pleasure in your system actually allows for it to happen. You know mm. that you can experience high states of stress, but that your nervous system can naturally adapt back to what what we would call like a neutral position much easier than before. So, and um, because we actually need a certain amount of stress in order to experience sexual arousal, and we know this, right? Because people talk about sexual tension, right? So we do need a certain amount of tension or stress in the body to experience states of arousal. But it's when and, and stress and tension is not bad for the body. It's only when we get stuck in stress and tension that it becomes difficult, you know. So it's about learning to have this, um, the, I suppose, this, this ability to swing right like a pendulum back and forward and back and forward so wow that's really interesting actually because I wouldn't have put the two in the same category so that is very interesting actually yeah and it Mm. makes lots of sense because you do kind of want to live in the central but yet Mm. as you say move between the two yeah yeah absolutely you know like our our, you know even things like safe and anxiety like first in the morning when we wake up our body gets with the same sensation that we would get if we experience anxiety and that's to wake us up to get to kind of give us energy to jump out of bed and it's when our body isn't adapting well that we end up getting stuck in mm-hmm. this response and this is where it becomes chronic and this is where it turns into what people call anxiety you know where they're experiencing it in 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 kind of chronic state but the actual um response itself is actually necessary and a part of our life so yeah it's it's really interesting when you start to look into all of this and I think you know looking looking at all of these areas in terms of your sexuality is a really interesting portal into learning how to managing your emotional and mental well-being at the same time because they're all really interlinked you know (laughs) yeah it's very interesting actually because in like when you initially started you were like it's all body and mind and it very much is so and that's kind of how 
this conversation has gone, it is very much both are linked with the other. Mm. Yeah, yeah we can't separate them. Like mm. it's all inextricably linked, you know. Yeah, like, and you, you don't even are... realize sometimes you kind of just no. keep functioning, don't you? Oh, that's it. That's absolutely mm. like. I mean, you even we even know this as well. Like when it comes to, you know, when it comes to how we feel about our body, that will affect whether we have a desire for sex or not. Like if we don't feel good in our body on the days that like we feel bloated or a little bit fat or something like this, you know, like we feel like we don't really want. To, uh, it's harder to feel turned on, right? Mm-hmm. So how we feel about ourselves is, is is having a direct effect on our desire for sex as well. So this is where we say all of it, like physical, mental, emotional, is all completely linked, you know, when it comes to sexual as well. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jenny. There's so much information in it and people really should go onto your Instagram if they want to find out more. <laughs> so it is hello Jenny Keen on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank Lovely. you so much, Louise. Not at all. I hope I hope you have a great. You have a happy Valentine's Day tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you very much. You too. Yeah, you too, Louise. Have a great day. FM World Four Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.